0: Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you. (laughs) Hello again, my bee. Beautiful Screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets banned. This is the celebratory 150th episode, and tonight I am joined once again by my best slumber party going buddies, Robert R. Best and Elena Acker. And we are going to be braiding our hair, braiding our dad's liquor closet, and playing light as a feather, stiff as a board, because we are talking about the slashing from 2005. And you are going to love it. And if you don't, that's too bad because you're going to listen anyway. No, just shush. Just shush yourself. Shush yourself because I'm playing a promo for another really cool podcast.
1: In a state called Washington, in a town called Nowhere, in a condo full of cat hair and Benadryl, lives a man with a trick brain and a cue sledge hammer and his zombie roommate this is the Brain Dead podcast this is larry and this is zombie girl tj and we're here to talk about you know this that the other thing three blind mice more cowbell they talk about movies tv shows plays musicals food absurd things that happen at work travel video games and more in short they talk about just about anything except politics religion Vegas, pop culture colonoscopies breast implants children unless they are annoying children god damn it I could have happily stuffed a whole pizza in that kid's mouth steaming hot off of the buffet. they release new episodes sporadically where you can find them on iTunes Stitcher or with your favorite podcast aggregator so join us next time here at the brain dead podcast or call us at 26 brain rot because in a world on the brink of the zombie apocalypse. It just might save your life.
0: All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, everybody, for this landmark 150th episode. Now, for those of you who are new, I am Patrick, and I'm going to be your host for the next hour, hour and a half or so, and I'm going to be your guide to the wonderful, weird worlds of horror as seen through my very, very gay little eyes. Now, I am joined today by a very special guest. I have Miss Smoochie here. Miss Smoochie Boom Boom Larue, the cat, who is sleeping next to me and will be of no assistance whatsoever. But you know, she's she's doing her thing, just because you know people like to know what's going on with the cat because it's all I have in my goddamn life these days. Ah that now you know, okay, I'm alright now. I'm alright now. So what has been going on here in Scream Queen's headquarters? Well, a lot of you are probably wondering, hey Patrick, what did you do for your birthday? Because You recorded the last one before your birthday. What did you wind up doing? Well, I'll tell you. On Friday, my birthday weekend, I got to go with my niece and her fiancé, Mr. Brad, and some friends of mine from the New York City Gay Men's Chorus, and we got to do one of those escape the room puzzle things. Now, I spent a lot of time researching. There's a ton of these companies in New York right now. They're a dime a dozen and I wanted to make sure I got the best one. So I read reviews and I talked to friends and most of them all went to the same company, the most popular of the companies. And they were like, oh yeah, it was great. We got out with 40 minutes to spare, 35 minutes to spare, 25 minutes to spare. And I was like, I don't want that to happen. That feels like I'm wasting my money. I want my full hours worth of entertainment. I want something that's not easy. So I specifically chose the company that prides themselves on not being easy. And I'll tell you, it wasn't. The company I picked was Escape Entertainment, and you can find out all about them at escapeentertainment.com, and I highly recommend them. If you're coming to New York for a vacation, and you're tired of sightseeing, and Broadway shows, or whatever, this is a great, great company to work for, uh, to to experience this with. Uh, Place is gorgeous. Lovely decorations lovely setting. As soon as you walk in, you are welcomed and treated like luxury. And it helped that our host for the evening was really hot. And my friend Bruce kept drooling all over him the whole time. And he's just like, can he be locked here in the room with us? And I'm like, yeah, okay, but then you won't want to escape. And he said, well, he might. I'm like, good point. Good point. But he probably knows how the puzzles work. Now, I am not supposed to tell you what went on in that room. Now, first of all, they had three Versions to choose from, three different scenarios. Uh, I wanted to do one that was like Alien Encounter or something like that because I thought maybe there'd be probing involved, but unfortunately that one was sold out. So my choices were a Prohibition themed one and one called Manhattan Madness. And since Manhattan Madness had the highest age limit on it, you know, it was like kids 14 and over, I was like, I'm going with that one because the last thing I needed some damn six year olds in my group ruining everything turned out we had the whole room to ourselves anyway. So we did Manhattan Mayhem. (sighs) Okay, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but here's the story. The whole concept of it, you get locked in the room and you find out that a whole bunch of have escaped from the and they are wreaking havoc all over New York City. And it is up to you and your group to stop them, to solve these puzzles, capture the Get them back in there. Figure out the... And then open the... So that you can escape. And it was the most frantic hour I have spent. Because these things were really hard. Surprisingly hard. But I was very impressed with my team. We pulled together. We pulled together really well. Because I had two guys over here that were working on this really hard... We had to figure out the... For a... And that took them like 50 minutes to solve. It took them forever. And the thing was, the rest of us had gotten to the point where we had solved everything else. And we're waiting on them. Because in in order... Because okay, once they solve their... That will open up a... Which includes the items that we need to solve the rest of the puzzles. So, at this point, I am circling like a paced animal around the room.
1: It's like, would you fucking hurry up? Would you hurry
0: up? God damn you! And, well, they finally got it. And then, of course, at that point, I realized I have to pee. So I'm like, shit, there's ten minutes to go and I really have to pee, because we've been drinking. What do you want from me? And so, uh, now I'm pacing around the room doing the pee pee dance. And it was just crazy. It was crazy good fun but we solved it with three minutes to spare and apparently only one-third of the people who come in solve the puzzles and get out. So yay for my team. And what was really nice when we were leaving, there were these overdressed girls. that they're, we're, we're leaving the the room and they're like, listen, we have another group coming in right after and they're here in the lobby with you, so please do not talk about anything that went on in the room and spoiler for them. And I said, sure, no problem. And it was these girls, like really, like heavily overdressed girls with too much makeup who were already kind of drunk, like 20-something girls and one of them cried at me. They're like, oh my God, did you guys make it? I said, God, is it hard? And we're like, yeah, it's really fun. It's, it's really challenging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my niece turns to me as we are walking away. She goes, they're going to die in there. I said, and there's how we're related, because I was thinking the exact same thing. So, Escape Entertainment, check them out. The highest recommendation that you can get from the Scream Queens Horror Podcast. Yay! 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 And then I went out for drinks with my niece and her fiance, and that was was also cool. Now, Saturday was not as fun. I had rehearsal for the show tune showdown thing that I'm doing in Denver. The thing was, we were also doing a practice show. Here in New York at the duplex, and that was last Wednesday. So, uh, you know, just to kind of get how, if you haven't been listening, I'm going to Denver to perform at this gala event, which is choruses, gay choruses from all around the world get together, and it's a big love-in. And one of the indiv- individual events that we've been invited to compete in is this thing called the Show Tune Showdown, which is a little bit like Jeopardy, Name That Tune, and American Idol. mixed together so there's a quiz part there's a performance part and it's all that and so we had a little practice session just to see get a taste of how things might go and that's all I'm going to say about that it happened it's in the past but I joined it because I thought it was going to be fun my friend Jimmy was in charge of it and suddenly my friend Jimmy was not in charge of it and he had been relegated to a lower position and some other people had taken over And then all of a sudden it became this political thing, and it wasn't fun anymore. And let's just say the person who was in charge, one of my fellow competitors, said this guy can suck the fun out of a blowjob, and he really can. So I'm not saying anything more about the Showtune showdown. Not on here. You can come and find me on Facebook, and I will bitch at you for hours. I think I already bitched out Misty from the black Anna's podcast because she asked how's it going I was like like, wow I'm sorry I asked I'm like yeah you did so there you go you just opened up Pandora's box oh and so then hopefully I thought okay I'm going to go over to the monster piano bar because they have really cheap margaritas on Saturday frozen margaritas and my friend Jimmy the aforementioned Jimmy usually is at the piano he wasn't at the piano There was nobody at the piano. Instead, it was some event for a group called Silverfucks, who are apparently, you know, older muscle bear types who, let's just say, the the monster's a kind of big place, but these guys were so bulky, there was no room to move, and let's just say they're really into their man smells, which can be fine when you're in the mood for it, but I was not in the mood for it. That night, you know, certain places for certain things. Monster was not the place for that, so I left. But something happened while I was there that I want to share with you. Uh, I did have my one margarita, kind of wandering around, see if there's anything I know. And there were two older gay men. They're probably in their seventies, and bless their hearts. If you watch Vicious, the the PBS show Vicious, or the BBC show, depending, you know. Uh, about the older gay couple, there was an episode where they went clubbing and they were wearing like these ridiculous outfits that you would have worn in the '70s. Well, that's what these guys were. They looked were completely age inappropriate and they looked kind of ridiculous. And there were two younger queens that I was standing next to that were just mocking the shit out of them. Like, look at those old useless pieces of shit! I don't. They just go home. Nobody wants to look at them. Gross. They should just go home and die. And I got on my little high horse, and I said, listen, those queens fought for everything that you have right now, and if, if, the fact that you can come out wearing your little half crop top shirt and pink booty shorts and eyeliner and nail polish and not get the shit beaten out of you, the fact that you are probably now 35 years old and none of your friends have died and neither have you, that was on them. That was those guys, and if anything, you should be kissing their out-of-fashion boots. Yeah, they look ridiculous, but you know what, fuck that, they earned it. Of course, I just got, you know, a, you know, shade thrown at me, and you know what, I don't care, I don't care. Young ones respect the old ones. The reason you have everything that you have right now. Now, Sunday, I went back to go see Disaster again because it was closing. It was closing on my birthday. And I took Mr. Brad because we have the same birthday because barf. And we had a great time. The energy was fantastic. The crowd was packed. And and it was a great send off to a great show that closed too soon. And afterwards, it was like, I want to go to Dallas Barbecue. It's Mother's Day. We're not going to get into any nice restaurants. Let's just go there, have shitty food and oversized cheap novelty drinks. So we did. And I was having a great time. I'm on my second gigantic fishbowl margarita. And I'm telling Brad about something, probably about the bullshit from the show Tune Showdown. And I suddenly realized that the table next to me are laughing at me. Now, we're, it's a very, we're, the seating is very close there, so we're pretty much on top of each other. These four women were just giggling, and I ignored it. I'm like, okay, I'm being really funny. Ha ha. And I'm continuing to talk, and then I heard something about, why doesn't that faggot shut up? And it was very interesting in retrospect because the fact that I stood up for the two old queens on Saturday night for being picked on I was not able to do so for myself. I crumbled like a hot geranium. I don't know what that means. I just crumbled like like nothing. Just nothing. I just day ruined. I had no fight. I wasn't expecting it. And it hit me at the exact wrong time. And what was really interesting afterwards, all these people were like, what the hell were you doing at Dallas barbecue? Did I just get victim blamed? Uh, Dallas Barbecue does have a history of some homophobic, violent issues. It wasn't this one. It was an isolated incident, and and they weren't being violent. I wasn't supposed to hear it, but I heard it. And there you go. I think Mr. Brad might have said something to them when I left in his southern way. But I don't know. But it was just kind of an interesting thing. To notice that sometimes I'm not as feisty as I would like to be. And sometimes it's harder, it's easier to stand up for someone else than it is to stand up for yourself. Lesson learned, birthday salvaged. They they weren't going to break my stride. And I might start singing I Will Survive Right Now, but I just don't feel like that. Maybe I'll just sing Muskrat Love. No, I would never sing Muskrat Love. Why would I sing any of those things? Because I'm still stuck on the Disco Inferno boat from disaster. So, what have I seen recently that's interesting? The most important thing that I have seen that you need to go see while it's still in the theater. This is a homework assignment. If it's still playing in the theater, you get your ass in the car and you get there right now and go see Green Room. Green Room, it turns out is from the same director who did Murder Party which is one of the more popular episodes, we talked about it with Kristen Petty and, and Dan, Eddie Firth, Dan, no Dan's her fiance Eddie's not her, okay, you yeah, know, Kristen Petty and Eddie Firth, a long time ago, everybody loved it, and then Blue Ruin came out last year, or maybe two years ago and that is a fantastic movie, like one Sundance and done all these great things, and now this is his new movie and it is exhaustingly Tense it's, I, I, I just, at a certain point, I'm just like, oh my God, I don't think I could take anymore but I'm going to take every fucking inch of it. Yeah, daddy. No, it's good. This movie got everything right because it's about a punk band, and if the punk band did not work, if they looked like posers, the, nothing, this would whatever, but they nailed the whole punk feel of it, which was great. Patrick Stewart makes an incredibly frightening villain, particularly because he never raises his voice everything is very calm and almost friendly and you kind of almost sort of want to believe him oh and this was great because I don't know if you know this he's kind of like a neo-nazi white supremacist leader and at a certain point he was like go bring me my red laces I was like ooh that's a really weird bit of product placement this Nazi really likes licorice god no I want licorice I spent the next 10 minutes waiting for somebody to bring him a bag of licorice until I realized oh red laces are like the top level of his you know flunkies because they wore red laces on their jack boots and then I felt really stupid and then I felt doubly stupid because I said red laces is not a thing red vines is what you're thinking about and could somebody go get me a bag of Twizzlers because now I'm hungry. The movie is hyper-violent. It really does not give you a moment to breathe. And it is an incredible ride. No, it's not just an incredible ride. It's, a, it's, it's like the most insane loop-to-loop roller coaster with a car that's on fire, which then goes off the tracks, crashes through the haunted house attraction at the amusement park which by the way is filled with actual ghosts who want to eat you and then burst through the wall there rams smack into the ferris wheel the whole thing is flaming it comes off the it comes off the frame and it goes rolling down the street it goes rolling through the town of the amusement park bringing death fire and destruction to everything that it touches and when it finally collapses in a heap and you crawl out surrounded by death and suffering and mayhem, and you're exhausted and you can't breathe, and you just want to roll over and die. And you look up at the sky and you say, <gasps> Let's do that again. That's the kind of movie that it is. Green Room, go see it. The other thing I just watched last night, uh, which is streaming on Netflix, is they look like people. Now, I initially made the joke. They look like people, but they taste like donuts. This is a really nice, it's not a horror movie, but it's a very, very suspenseful psychological thriller about a guy who may or may not be schizophrenic and the world may be filling up with, you know, body snatch type alien monster things. But what really makes this movie is the relationship between him and his lifelong best friend. It adds this level of heart to the movie that made me fall in love with both of them. And the end... I was surprised I wanted to cry from joy or from sadness, Patrick, I'm not telling you go watch the movie, and by the way, when you do watch the movie, just know that Blobby Wars is my favorite thing in the world right now, go Blobby Wars, okay, I think I've talked enough about things in life and whatnot, so we're going to get into the discussion with my very special guests, now, I do want to say up front, we had lots of technical problems, we had we wound up recording this very late at night and this is the third time we're trying to do this we're extremely punchy and I don't think that we do the movie the justice that it deserves so expect a blog post on this that's a bit more coherent than what me and my guests are going to be talking about but probably not as much fun so let's get into our let's get out of these bras and panties get into our PJs let's talk about some boys and try not to die (laughs)
2: Scary story. This is really terrifying because it's true.
1: So let me get this straight. Five girls, totally alone. Five nubile, supple,
2: soft young women, we'll say.
3: I gotta say, we all have amazing tits. Mm-hmm.
4: Worry, nothing
0: bad's gonna happen. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am thrilled to bring to you what is now the third attempt for this merry band of three to get together to talk about the movie The Slashing. This was supposed to be the birthday episode, but the gods of Skype said no. So now two weeks later, we got together in the dead of night because Robert had to work only to be thwarted again. And now it is the third time. Is it three times lucky or are we going down for the third time or are we just going down on each other? I don't know. Well, let's find out because I am thrilled to welcome back the best sports and podcasting, the best guests I could possibly think of. My slumber party buddies three times in a row now. Not not, not just in general. We did the sleep. You know what I mean? We have a slumber party thing going on, ladies and gentlemen. World famous author Robert R. Best and the gorgeous Elena Acker, who's also an actress.
5: Ooh, thanks. <laughs> and if you guys were going down uh, on me, what? I can't feel it because of the Coke puss.
3: I, sorry, I fell asleep there for a minute because it's past my bedtime. <laughs> my my puss fell asleep.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah. That was the, the worst introduction I think I've ever done because I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> I just
5: got off work, so I'm used to staying up late. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I I, I don't I'm feel used to your stay pain. Stay up sorry. late, but not functioning this late. Normally, I'm just crashed down on the couch and you know. Well, you don't need to know what I do on my couch. Yeah, okay? I want to
3: know about that. No, we we don't. These are my we private
0: don't. times. So, yes, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for being good sports and coming back to get something down for the peoples about this crazy, crazy, crazy little movie.
3: Yes. The people the people need our commentary.
0: Now, the reason I picked this movie for these people because this pairing, Robert and Elena, well, I guess it's a tripling, and I have had Three-win. really good times in the past with the Slumber Party Massacre movie, Slumber Party 1 Slumber Party 2. And this movie also takes place at a slumber party and it is also a comedy like the first slumber party massacre was supposed to be and I said this would be a great reason to get the gang back together and together (laughs) and together
5: (laughs) but it's it's not a party it's a get together it's a
0: get together Okay. okay now the plot of the movie is very simple I'll toss it over to Elena what's the plot of the movie
3: um, so it's a group of girls having a get together um, at one of the girls' houses. Um, it's not a party, as we no, said. No. It is a get together.
0: No, no, um, we are very adamant. Yes, because no, they, they have very concerned neighbors. The neighbors are very concerned. This going to be a party. So it's that's just, right. The neighbors
3: come by and they're, you know, they're like, we just need to make sure everything's quiet because we don't like loud things at all. So it's really not a party. And they're like, no, it's really not a party. Um, and then it turns out that there's a terrifying killer on the loose. A police officer comes by to uh, warn the ladies that there is a terrifying killer on the loose. Um, and and one by one, the ladies are picked off. That's real sad.
0: And, and, their boyfriends as well. yes.
3: and their boyfriends as well. And,
0: and, and their boyfriends as well. And then we
3: learn all sorts of fascinating details about these women's relationships with each other... The uh, types of panties and bras that they wear. How their vaginas smell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know, we it's there's some real real drama going on. Just some musical numbers. It's fabulous. Yes.
5: The surprising thing is how well, how effect, because a lot of times low-budget direct-to-video spoofs aren't that great. But this is actually really very well done. I'm surprised. I agree.
0: Just because I think, because it's not a spoof. It's a comedy. I mean, yeah, there is a difference. I see like what
5: you're scary saying. movies. Yes. And spoof.
0: Yes. You're right. These were characters in a very real situation, responding to it somewhat, really, but just in a funny way. Right. Okay. And then there was funny stuff going on, and also mountains of cocaine. But that's not the <laughs> point right now. Now, Elena confessed mm-hmm. to me after we recorded that she did not. Day. She wasn't really mentioning that she did not enjoy it as much as Robert and I did. And I told her that is completely OK. Drama makes the world go round.
3: Yeah, we That's right. To... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's not like I understand because these are, you know, people who got together and they made a movie and they did a good job of it. Um, and I think, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't watch that many direct to video, low budget films. So for me. Mm-hmm some of the quality issues were a little bit distracting. Um, Okay. But there were still, you know, yeah, there were still some really funny moments and good jokes. And, I mean, one of the things that I did really like about the movie is how it was cast with, like, real normal-looking people. So it wasn't just like, you know, a lot of times in horror films, it's like super beautiful naked women all the time. And it was nice to kind of, you know, see some people who looked a little bit more like... Like the average Joe.
0: But Elena, you have to imagine they all had amazing tits. Yeah, oh, yeah.
3: that's true. <laughs> and but I mean, what I'm saying is like, wait, am- amazing all... tits
0: in that room. <laughs> yes.
3: And so rocking they said. You don't have to have a perfect body to get out of those panties and bras. Okay, yes, no. That's no. What I'm saying no. like ev- it's a get
0: together. It's actually a legal requirement at a get together that you cannot stay in your panties yes. and bras for more than two hours.
3: That is right. All women like to take their clothes off and have pillow fights when they get together. This is a fact of life, and um, I am tired of the media portraying you know only super thin women doing this because it's what all women do. Yes, all the time.
0: It's totally. a biological need. I completely understand that. Now, last time, folks at home, we went through like a beat by beat discussion of the plot, and as I did, as we did that, I was realizing it wasn't as much fun to talk about as a movie normally is probably because like the plot wasn't anything special because it's just standard slasher movie. It's the jokes that make it. And out of context, the jokes aren't funny.
5: Yeah. Mm hmm.
0: So everything was just landing like a pancake. So I just thought would go through and like, we're talking about what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it. Um, now, I'm going to just start off and say what I started off with last time is that I almost turned it off because I, I just picked it at random. And it started, the trauma logo came up, and I said, oh, no. oh, dear. I respect trauma I appreciate what they do for independent cinema and that they do their own thing and make their own rules, and that's great, but I am not a fan.
5: I have to agree with you on that. I'm i like-
0: I'm usually with them for about a half an hour, and then I'm just, okay, I'm done. I'm done. It's just so sophomoric. And the first scene in this was like, oh, oh, dear. Mm -hmm. dear." It's it's this backyard scene with this really trashy married couple. Very, very just over the top trash. Like the woman is so horny she can't keep her tongue in her mouth. That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And there's there's this little teeny boy Gardner there, and he's bent. He's bent over, and he's wiggling his ass, and he's got like hearts stitched on his pockets on the yeah, sheet. yeah. Oh God, it's going to be this level of humor. And I was surprised that the scene kind of turned on itself as it went along, a bit, and then after that scene, the, the movie had a whole different feel.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was much better afterwards. I agree.
5: I don't know. Was that scene? I don't know. It doesn't even really need to be there, other than just to establish that there's a kill, a kill, killer in the area. So yeah. I guess you have to have that, but I don't know. It's gonna turn off a lot.
0: There um, was a, well, I had listener. I posted it on on the various sites that this is what we're covering, and I did have a listener. Hi James from Texas, how you doing? He said, "Man, I started it and I had to turn it off." I said that. He said the first five minutes I was done. I said, "Please go back."
3: Skip those five minutes. Shot. Yeah, And was
0: like, okay, I will. And he did. And he came back and said, you know what? That was actually pretty fantastic. Yeah, see? So do not be afraid of the first five minutes. They're over pretty quickly. And this is odd. You know what the scene turned for me? And this is kind of what a theme for the movie is, because Robert brought it up last time, in a different context. But, you know, they're trying to seduce this poor little boy, and all he wants to do is get away. Like he, they're, they're trying to force him to have... You know, coerce them to have sex with the wife. And then you realize the husband wants in on it too, and they're swingers. Mm-hmm. It's not. The uh. husband gets so swept up, and he's like, ah, come here, let me put my finger up your butt.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, even, and then the, and the kid comes talk. back, and he's like,
0: no, but that's when the kid ran away, and the guy, the guy was like, I'm sorry, I did it again. It's just me and these big, stubby fingers. Yeah. And I went, oh, Yeah, that
3: was... Like, oh, no one ever I wants my stubby fingers for a in their butt. No, the um, poor, the
0: poor little fingers can't find a home. Mm-hmm.
5: And then but when the kid it? comes and back... And
3: then the kid comes back and after says, maybe a pinky. Yeah,
5: maybe a pinky. <laughs> Seen that? It's well... Okay, a lot of direct video stuff, like um, the delivery is bad and the editing is bad. Like, um... Mm-hmm. For jokes to really land, it really has to be cut well. And this movie is. I mean, I've seen a lot worse.
3: Mm-hmm, like, yeah. the
5: timing is honestly good.
3: Yeah, the timing is good.
0: And, um, but when it finally gets to the girls, when you meet the first of the two girls, the main girls, because we, yeah, there's, there's two main girls and there's everybody else at the party. On their way to the party, this is when I kind of stood up and said, okay this is not what I was expecting and here's the thing that also tied it in to you guys is because they're singing along to the radio in the car one of the girls just broke up with her boyfriend and he dumped her and he's, she's all upset so they're singing all these like power songs and yay girl power thing and I realized I'm like okay this is a dead-on impression of, of Taylor Swift yeah mm-hmm. this is like a really good knockoff of Taylor Swift and then the next song was a really well-put-together knockoff of Alanis Morissette. And like, there were several songs, and I said, this is great. And they're getting more and more into the songs. And then there's one they're crying so hard you can't understand them. I'm like, oh, my God, A Tokyo Convertible comes on the radio, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up with Joy. Yeah. Perfect.
3: Oh, they needed Tokyo Convertible. But it was very funny. The Hello. singing.
0: Yes because yes, you know anything with a musical number is great by me. But yes, uh, no, I
5: really like. There it were a couple of other. Sorry, Robert. No, sorry. I was just gonna continue on with the songs. You know, I like. I like where it just kept going on and on and on. Like, I really mean it. It's time for real Z's. You know, I really, just... really, 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 real Z's. Yeah. <laughs>
3: And it, I think i like, will
0: never getting back together. Sorry, it just yes. came back to me. <laughs> it just popped yes. into my head. It's, it's actually a catchy song.
5: And then we get a reprise of that. Is it reprise or reprise? I've always heard it both ways. Anyway, when um, there's some other stuff going on and the two of them are singing.
0: Oh, yeah. When there's heartbreak and betrayal and panty yeah. sniffing. It's the whole thing. The and we, we go into a
5: split screen. The telltale
0: panties. It's yeah. sad.
5: And we go into a split screen, and then we realize that, that they're both in the same room. And <laughs> At one point, they cross from one scene into the other, or one, you know, shot into the other. It was just a lot of. Really uh-huh, and good they
0: bumped jokes. into each other, and like, yeah, excuse me, yeah, sorry, yeah, they are mad uh, at each other. And then they come out and sing in harmony. I'm like, this is so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. This is so wonderfully ridiculous.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Landon's just like, mm-hmm. Wasn't that funny? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that
5: funny? <laughs> no. You I have like to understand it. the crap I've sat through.
0: We've sat through terrible things, terrible things that everybody else thinks is funny. Mm-hmm. Well, like, it's not funny. This is just base, obvious stuff. And that's what I did like about this is that the, the slasher stuff is there and it, it's fairly well as put together as a slasher can be. With, mm-hmm. And then with the comedy on top of it, it, it they don't do the obvious jokes.
3: Mm hmm. Yeah, there were some inventive yes. and creative jokes. Like for I loved the the creepy police officer guy. I think he so. was my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> yes, where he yes. just has these long monologues where he's like, "Yeah, there's a killer on the loose. So you guys are completely alone. Like completely alone. So if someone were to bring a bunch of rope and tie you up, and maybe like bring over some, some knives, noble,
0: supple bodies. <laughs> no.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yes. And then yeah. his whole like monologue at the end too, where he's talking to the killer and is just bummed. He's like, "Ah." Okay. I, you know, I, I totally, I just sat around, I was too slow, yes. it, it's really good stuff.
0: Missed yeah. the window again, Jim, or whatever <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. he was going to kill the girls too, so there were several, these girls yes. were not making it through the night, regardless.
3: No. Yep, there was no way, no way so they were going to make good, it. So how good
5: did you all work together as a group? <laughs> like, say if anything really bad happened, would y'all yeah, come take, together I or split up?
3: split up? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
5: You need no know, martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I but,
3: also
0: know, the love... the one girl like, doing, like, three-foot... Okay. that w- was another warning bell for me that actually paid off. Was this one character whose name I don't have anymore. I'm sorry, because it's been weeks since we watched this and talked well, about was it initially. It Pam?
5: That's what I, sure. I, I call yeah,
0: her. Yeah, it is Pam. Pam has a huge From drug Archer. problem. And Those... when you first hear doing drugs, she's doing a line of cocaine that's, like, a yardstick. <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: in front of the neighbor's.
5: Yeah, it comes when, so about see, the party. and that's a funny joke. Now we're just gonna deteriorate into what happened before, so I need to not go there where we're just quoting jokes. But there's a lot of good, uh, again, that could have been a dumb joke because she's really loud at first, and then she notices the, na- the neighbors can see it. And she goes, Okay, oh, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. See, watch, watch. And then she snorts again, just much, much quieter. That. But that's time. that's
0: one of those things that I appreciated about this particular character and this particular Coke Jag was that uh, Coke Jag, Coke Jag, <laughs> Coke Jag,
5: Coke, Coke Jag of the um, spinoff. Not Coke of Jag. No, I don't
0: know what's happening. Was, it was that a
5: spinoff of Jag where right? everyone was really hyper all the time? We need to solve this case. Sorry that was,
0: a, dumb that was joke. a show for old people i never watched it
5: yeah, i never saw so it was either it? i just know like aunts and uncles who watched it so that's uh uh-huh, know. Uh-huh. and i know okay. that's a crime show so there's okay. the basis of that joke
0: thank you okay we're not talking about jack move on
5: move on am i right am i right hey on one? Am I right? hey <laughs> no actually i'm not anyway sorry continue
0: what I was just going to say was that initially the coke joke was not sitting well with me.
5: Mm-hmm. And
0: the first few of them weren't. But after a while, I'm like, okay, you know what? This The more they do it, the funnier it gets. It's like terrible jokes in The Family Guy.
5: Oh, yes. That keep mm-hmm. Coming back to
0: that Comedia Del Arte thing. I'm like, okay, I like her. Mm-hmm. I like that it's just completely ridiculous and completely over the top and has nothing to do with reality. Because that's the thing. The first part of the movie, when you get with the girls, it's not obvious right away what kind of a comedy it is. Mm It feels relatively normal for a while. It's just these elements start to creep in, like the really horny girl. Well, I don't want to say that she's horny. She's really comfortable with her sexuality.
5: Yeah, yeah, I know. They take a twist on that where they take what in the past would have just been like the you know oh that's all shame the slut char- char- character, but then in the way she kind of takes I don't know she takes that over and I d- she
3: has ownership of it completely yes. like she's just like oh let me tell you what you should do when it's your first threesome like mm-hmm. you know <laughs> uh, this is like what she does never do no. brothers never do it.
5: brothers it's bad
0: I'm
3: proud of it yeah and so you've never got brothers. brothers. And so
5: you've got the joke where yeah, it's making everyone else uncomfortable, but you don't get the sense that the script hates her, like no. you would in like a typical um, slasher film. So
0: no, and it's not her sluttiness that is her downfall, That's or
5: true.
0: Or, or the coke girl. It's, it's that's kind of I just noticed that right now. It's yeah, a right. nice little touch. But I what something that Robert said last time that stuck with me and and. Brandon Bassham, the director, if you're listening to this right now, and I hope you are, because I just gave you a goddamn prize. Hello, I love you. Is that Robert said he was very surprised that when these main characters began to die, right. he thought, oh, I'm going to miss her.
5: Yeah, I felt bad, which I don't feel bad in a lot of. Um, flasher films that are supposed to be secret secre- that's always a good sign you know when the characters start to go and you're like oh that's sad yeah
3: i, like, cause,
0: cause I they're just it, form a sentence Patrick okay where's my coffee I don't have any coffee I've got a coffee. cat do <laughs>
5: uh, well, you mean your cocaine that's what you need oh some yeah pupus. Up all night telling ghost stories about yeah. hobos with hooks or whatever his name
0: was. Yeah, what the hell yeah, what that's right. no, Don't
3: make any sense. Run
0: I to like them. Um, can just
5: say say aside to quote another joke? I love Pam's ghost story, where just at a certain point it just degenerates into madness, and you can tell she's just sharing sharing stuff about herself, and like you know, and just and welcome to the HIV moy. God damn, that's good coke. She,
0: she starts with a ghost story, and she's just taking like rail, again, like gigantic whips of cocaine mm-hmm. periodically throughout it. But every time she hits a period of the story, and like it keeps getting faster and louder, and like eventually yes. the story's not the story anymore. It's like where even are we? What's going on? The girl's yeah. just like, yeah, well, oh, that's really scary. Like they told, totally, they the whole yes. thing.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing that I really liked about it, or that struck me, let's say. Is how there's this whole through line where one of the women um, was just broken up with, or she just broke up with her boyfriend, and it's like because mm-hmm. he was always cheating on her. Um, and she's like, and his dick always smelled like different vaginas. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> so I learned that all vaginas have different smells that's something that this character taught me but um <laughs> but well, you guys basically guys have heard...
5: oh sorry sorry
3: there's this whole big long thing really, that's about... a comfortable
0: conversation in locker rooms when your girls are talking about each other's boobs like you all do all the time
5: yeah
3: you're like, oh, your vagina smells on. like Fruit Loops.
5: Yeah, you <laughs> know, like when dogs or like they meet oh, each that's... other, you just shove your noses up there.
3: Yeah. Okay, yeah. I guess
5: You're I can tough. trust you.
3: <laughs> I guess they don't put that part in movies because like it's, you know, not that attractive when we sniff like, you know, each other's vagina.
5: Because of I mean, the, the patriarchy. patriarchy, that's why, Elena. Right.
3: You need to that's step totally up. why.
5: Down and in all the your roles from then on, you sniff someone else's crotch.
3: That's right, we gotta we gotta show them you know we're not gonna like hide these things that women do anymore, like That's menstruating right. and sniffing each other's vaginas, yes, um
0: for safety, I mean, I guess it's like it's a tracking system, I suppose yeah. As well,
3: yeah, um, but what i my my point is that there there's this whole thing about how this girl's ex- boyfriend is just like sleeping with everyone, and he's so good at sex, and then. You finally see him, and you're like, "That's the guy!" Like, yeah, that's like right. he he does not. I mean, I guess again going back to like casting real people. You know, I guess the average Joe can be really good at sex. It doesn't. Not, he doesn't have to be. Not Rusty kind of Joe. Average Joe. <laughs> yeah. The average Joe. Yeah. No. 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 We nobody wants to have sex with Rusty Joe.
0: Well, uh, except except those you know straight dads who were giving him five dollars that's not you know you know what that's right. the ghost story you yeah, have to watch true. the movie to find out the ghost story yes
3: oh, oh my god um, brilliant it is the ghost story is pretty great
0: and of course uh a nice nod to the original slumber party massacre is there's a whole running through line with pizza yeah. oh i love it very early on they order pizza they never get the pizza why don't they get the pizza
3: because the pizza boys keep getting killed at the doorstep
0: and we're not talking one or two there's like a backyard yeah. full
3: yeah. yeah well you a maybe see pizza. like four of them come but then later on it's revealed that there are like yeah 25 dead pizza guys and i do and, like and the payoff
5: no. <laughs> on that where
0: sorry 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 i talked to you robert
5: Oh no! It's just the same thing because yeah, it keeps happening, and you wonder why no one ever sees it. But then you get the payoff when um, was it the Asian girl? I think so. Yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she finally does, and so I like it. Where there's just piles of them everywhere.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're hanging from the trees. Yeah. And, 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 I know one of those dead bodies. Oh, that's right. His name this. is Brendan Goggins. Yep. He played one of the dead pizza, pizza boys. Oh, so, man. shout out to you, Brendan. Woo. Good job lying there dead. That scared. was
5: the most Beautiful. convincing corpse I've ever seen. I honestly thought they brought in one just for and that, I to say, that and take. I so to good job, Brendan.
0: Elena, I had to say, Brendan's pizza looked the most delicious.
5: Yes.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I do I mean, it's love all his pop. I was like, <gasps> It but was really, realized, really disappointing that they didn't get to eat that pizza. Oh, yeah, that's a particular
5: massacre when she eats the pizza. They're all starting <laughs> to blend together now.
3: She's like, what? I'm hungry. Yeah, it's like covered in a dead body, and she's like, opens it up and is like, yeah. I'm hungry. Mm.
0: It's a And I like that, Elena was like, I would do that. I could see me doing yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Well, I mean, you know, it's if you were pizza. really
5: hungry and in a high-stakes situation and you're like, I need to be focused, and you'll sit there and you'll stare at, stare at the box and think, well, there's at least a half an inch of car- cardboard in between the body and and the p- pizza. I'm sure it'll be fine. It's still yeah, good. Yeah, well, it's and I'm one good. of those
3: people who eats when they're upset. So, you know, uh-huh. if people were getting murdered, I might want some pizza. It might make me feel better. That's I'm saying.
0: And the carbs will help you.
3: Oh, you're breaking up.
5: Are you guys there?
0: Are we dumping I'm the call? I'm giving credit that since every time a pizza boy gets killed. Hello?
5: Yes, you're here. Hello? You I'm broke sorry. up. Every time, for time a second. pizza boy gets killed.
0: Okay, I don't know. Every time a pizza boy gets killed, it's the exact same two line scene with the yep. same camera shots. And I just realized that's del dell'arte as well.
5: Yes. Oh, and I remember mm-hmm. thinking this at the time, where the time frame was kind of unclear, because the girls clearly have you know iPhones and stuff, but the pizza boy is working like those giant old foam headphones. <laughs> Just kind of odd.
3: But yeah, sorry, I, think, uh, I think
5: I think
0: Santa Sant'anglone, Angeloni, pizza was like a retro place. You oh, know? that's
5: right. We talked about that before. Sure. Yes. For that's sure. the theme.
0: Uh huh. Or you know they're not making Venture. enough money to, or to have an iPhone. Well, apparently I no, they I have care. a staff
5: of about two hundred and fifty in there, so they must yeah. be doing well.
0: Well, I think I think the pizza place is the true victim of the movie.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how much money did they lose?
5: This there's was a lot of revenue.
3: How a lot of employees. Huh.
5: Okay, wait. Okay, wait. If the director is listening to this, okay, here's my pitch. The slashing 2 is revealed this whole thing was actually an insurance scam on the part of the pizzeria, and they're actually behind the, the murders. And they try it again in like another town or something. They're actually the ones behind it.
3: So mm. should they so call they that paid the murder? The uh, neighbors. Spoiler. Yeah. My- my-
0: Yes. Spoiler. Would they call that the slicening?
5: Yes, the hey, slicing, hey, And it turns hey, out there's hey, like this ob- hey. obscure insurance policy you can buy to protect your delivery boys from being killed by a slasher. And it's insanely expensive. <laughs> but they bought okay. it just for this.
0: Okay. Okay. Unfortunately, it. the fact that the girls did not get their pizza did not stop them from getting out of their
5: bras and panties. Well, yeah, and you know, yeah, that well, one, that. she wanted some pie. Am I right, everyone? Am I right? Oh, she wanted yeah, yeah some of that. She wanted a piece uh, of the pie, for sure.
0: Well, that, you know, the lesbian one was the one who was the most concerned about getting a slice. That's
5: true. <laughs> she, was like, she was the, the one pizza? who was very concerned about that pizza. I just want some pie. And come, oh, my, come to think of it, but is she, it but was does like,
0: she want? But does she want a pie in the sky?
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's what she wants most. Oh, wow, all our yeah. pie
5: oh, in the sky. God, they are all blending together. Yes. Now <laughs> that I think about it, she is also the one, if I remember correctly, who was the most upset when the boys show show
3: up.
0: She's like, yes, oh, God was. damn it. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. That's yeah. right. Whoa, this movie. Yeah, she was really like the
3: boys. Yeah,
5: I don't see what they have to do with
3: pies with and, yeah.
5: and getting naked. <laughs> they will probably want to play kissing
0: game, yeah. but not with each other. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This was supposed to be Moon Sisters only.
5: Well, that's right, Moon that's Sisters. Like moon
0: Sisters. Uh huh. I'm sorry, you guys have to watch the movie to find out what all this silliness is, but because it is silliness, it's well put together silliness. What did I write down here? I'm trying to keep this on a time schedule. Listeners, just because it is late at night and this is the third time through, so I'm sorry this is the way it is, but it is the way it is. Now we keep talking about coke pussy. (laughs) Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. This 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 movie actually, I've never seen anyone address this in a film before because it is a thing.
5: That's what I learned from my worldly friend uh, Patrick, who's seen the the big city and the bright lights.
0: is coke pussy and coke dick This and, ooh, very <laughs> real?
5: And the <laughs> drug dens, apparently. What? And, what? No, you, my worldly friend Patrick, who's seen the bright lights of the big city and the drug dens. You know the like the coke.
0: Yeah, I see. I see, and I like that you use bright lights, big city, because that movie was all about cocaine. I see what you did there. Why well, wise wise reference true? Nice. Totally, totally intentional that you did nice.
5: that. That oh, joke yeah. is huge. Huge. Uh, and you learn that jokes. if you have they Coke Pussy, you jokes. can... I have all kinds of friends, and they say I have the best jokes. And you don't need to be concerned about the size of my hands, because there's no issue about that, I'll tell you.
0: Get off my show. It's <laughs> a politics-free zone. Oh, That's yeah, when I say it is.
5: You're right. You should probably put <laughs> all that. I'm sorry. <clears throat>
0: terrible. That was terrible. <sighs> Especially because like, 'cause you're just, just you are just distracting you're people. Right, you this is this is this is just this is just you know this is the, what no, I can't even think of the term. Make so America tired.
5: great, everyone again.
0: Yeah, this like, is just America the, thing that, the again, shiny thing everyone. to be looking at. You know, go look go you know, worry about this whole problem over here when realize Puss is the just sliding in on the
5: Okay, I'm done now. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, okay. Copus that's, is threatening that's our have a
5: clean break there it is. so we can cut all that out. Because girls like,
0: don't know that you can punch yourself in your coke punch as much as you want. It's not going <laughs> to.
3: It doesn't work. <laughs> yes. Too bad she didn't know.
0: Well, she she did know. She did know. She's like, I don't think it's going to work. Hold on.
3: <laughs> 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 and, but I mean, she didn't know that punching yourself in the pussy will not get rid of coke pussy. So well, she might have thought like she could have got. She blood caught blood it in time.
5: Mm-hmm. Couldn't like help like some blood flow down, down there. Oh, I is No, no.
3: Robert, I believe it or mouth. not, you guys. Believe it, six- it or not, You're I've, on a, air? I've never actually punched myself in the vagina, so really? I don't know really? what happens when you punch yourself in the
0: vagina. I, uh, well, the same podcast X-Tube. does recommend, does not endorse punching yourself in the vagina. <laughs> yeah, is lying to me. don't try it at home,
3: kids. Don't try it at home.
0: Or punching anyone in the vagina. Don't pu- don't do that.
3: Don't oh. do that. Again,
5: thanks, XTube.
0: Thank you, Comfort69. <laughs> that's,
5: that's another, just watch the movie. To, just to watch hear. the
0: movie. Okay, so what we're going to do, we're going to wrap this up. Um, what I would like to hear from you, I would say, uh, okay, uh, uh, high point, low point. Elena go um, I
3: my high point was definitely I've said it already but the character of the uh, policeman um, who is murderous and and you know has these aspirations to murder but hasn't quite gotten there yet um, and, he, and he's and, lonely he's lonely yeah I, I just think everything that's written for him is really great and he's really funny and I love that um, low point um, I think, and I guess this is maybe a little bit lame, but was just in. So there's the scene where the very um, sexually awake lady is um, like the the guy's going down on her, and she's not having a very good time. It's actually like a really good scene. It but, was a little
0: real for me because I, I, yeah, <laughs> not that I've ever done that, but I'm like I've been in that situation where it's just like, oh God, what are you doing?
3: Yeah, where yeah we're just like this is not good. How do I get myself out of this? But um but it was just that like the lighting in that scene, it was completely different from shot to shot and it just hmm. distracted me and I like I was kind of laughing at that, even though I still, you know, I salute anyone who goes out there and writes a movie and makes a movie. I think it's awesome. But that was something that distracted me a little bit that I didn't enjoy so much.
0: Fair enough. Would you recommend it?
3: I would if you have a tolerance for lowish budget films. So if you, you know, if, if quality doesn't bother you too much, I think you could enjoy the writing of this film and um, some of the smart jokes that are in it. Okay,
5: good. And Robert, high point, low point. High point. I've been sitting here thinking about this. Uh, the joke I keep thinking about is when uh, the girl who wanted the pie. She's had her throat cut. Spoiler alert! But mo- most of them die, so that's not really a huge thing. Yeah. Um, and she's trying to write on the sliding glass door, like you know, help or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, just for the listeners, there's a there's there, there's an, there's a guy. One of the guys is in there. He's playing some. He's playing video games, and she's trying to get his attention. Yes. By like banging on the glass and writing on the window. So there you go. Go ahead, yes. Robert.
5: And she she dabs her her like hands on the on her throat to get more blood to keep writing the letters. And he looks back, he can't read it, and then she realizes it's backwards, and so she smears <laughs> it all off and starts again. That whole that whole scene was just really, really good. I like that. It was
3: really funny i agree that was a high point for me as well
5: um low point i don't know um some of the bits my the only complaint i have is that some of the bits went on a bit too long like you maybe could have tightened it a bit like maybe you could have trimmed about 15 minutes off of this Mm hmm I don't okay. even know exactly where, but it's just there were some bits where it continued being funny. So again, I don't know, I don't know where you would cut it, but it just seemed to have gone on a bit too long at times. But that's all.
0: Okay. And would you recommend?
5: Yes, completely. Because again, okay. as far as the budget goes and everything, I've seen a lot worse than this.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. I went in expecting absolute trash. So I was very, 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 very surprised. Okay, my high point is the scene that we didn't only touched upon where the girls are getting out of their bras and panties because <laughs> it takes them forever to do it. Like, they're, po- they're getting undressed, and they're in their bras and panties, and they've got their, all of them have their arms behind them to unlatch the bras, but the girl keeps going on about her boyfriend and how sad she is, so they're stopping and listening. They'll be like, okay, and now we're going to take these off, and then she'll start again. So it's just it's this long process and then by the end of it, by the, and the killer's watching through the window. And I think, as Elena pointed out last time, you actually see him fall asleep. Because <laughs> it's taking so long. And once the girl, once they're like, okay, oh, wait, oh, wait, the window's open. Okay, let's, let's close the blinds and let's get these bras off. Hey. <laughs> hey, we all have really great tits. We do. <laughs> yeah. Totally perfect breasts. And We see nothing. Yes. We see nothing. And it just made me laugh because Elena's big thing with the first Lumber Party Massacre, aside from washing your ass on camera, is
2: oh, that's right. girls <laughs> to
0: stand around in locker rooms and talk about their tits, and they totally hit this <laughs> head on. Yes. And I, that's when I said I have to watch this with you guys. Yep. That's my favorite oh, part. Oh my and goodness. my low point is, like I said, those first five minutes, and it's, it, it's well, just nuts. Yeah totally in sync like the people that actually do a fine job i mean i guess they're doing what they're told to do but it just felt like trauma added that yeah. after they bought the movie because mm-hmm. if that felt like a trauma movie and the rest of it did not
5: Mhm. yeah i see your point Mhm. because mm-hmm. otherwise it just and- would have sorry yeah. Well, just thinking, it was just saying. Otherwise, it just would have been started twenty minutes
0: with, before any kill happened. Yeah, so I it guess just would have
5: started with the girls in the car. So I see why they would want a kill opening, but could have done better than that.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, no?
5: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, they were just really committed to fingering that boy's butt.
3: Yeah, they were. And it wouldn't be in this pants anyway? Yeah,
0: and I like the killer's reveal. Like the, the people who play the neighbors who are the killers are very funny, particularly in their final scene, which Spoiler. I will not go into, yeah. especially when they start infighting because they discover oh, they've yeah. been killing these girls for entirely different reasons. Yeah,
5: that's a great bit, but yeah, we don't want to spoil it. There's lots <laughs> of great bits in this, so yes. Yeah. You should watch it. Why aren't you wa- watching it? Why aren't You're you watching free? it? You're all stupid. Right now. You're dumb. All of you, I'm ashamed to know you.
0: <laughs> now buy my book.
5: Yeah, now buy my book and maybe, maybe I'll consider forgiving you. Thank you.
0: Uh, the other thing I want to say, like, is, is, is as, it, as it comes to scares, it's not very scary at all. Not really. It's not very gory at all. But the killer's mask is pretty cool. It's like burlap, but it's shaped burlap like this. Stitching in it that makes it look really cool.
5: Yeah,
0: and as we've said, there are two killers, which is not evident right away. But I told the guys last time I caught on to it because I suddenly realized, hey, that burlap mask has a top knot on it, and the other oh, one yeah. it didn't <laughs> in the last scene. Continuity pro Oh, it's the neighbors because that's the wife because suburban wives all so have top knots. Yeah, I was that's,
5: right. the, that's funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Solve that. the mystery. I didn't notice yeah. that, but I did. Notice when it seemed like they were in two places at once, and I couldn't tell if that was just the joke, or if we were going for a Scream thing, which, spoiler alert yeah. for Scream, mm. but it's been a long, long time, so...
3: Yeah, if you kid. haven't watched Scream by now, you deserve to have it There were four yeah.
5: killers. Yeah. There were four <laughs> in killers. In fact, everyone in that room was a killer. It was mind-blowing. Except It, it was like for the third
0: ending name. of Clue.
5: Oh, another spoiler. Yeah, oh, yeah oh, that's sorry. <laughs> I love the third ending of Clue, yeah, where they all what else did we
3: spoil, guys? And I'm going
5: to go home and have sex with my wife. <laughs> go, <laughs> shake.
0: Rattle and roll.
5: Yeah. Go, shake. God, I love that movie. On. We should cover that sometime. Anyway, sorry.
0: <laughs> I don't know what to talk about that. All right, so thank you guys for coming in. Robert, what are you working on right now?
5: Right now I'm working on a were- werewolf book. It will be called New Year's Day. I'm not sure when it will will be done, but that is in progress. I would hope on New Year's Eve. What?
3: Yeah, I, hope. <laughs> what? Uh, I
5: also have a uh,
3: Star Wars
5: podcast that my co-hosts will be upset if which I is do called- mention the path. Padawan cast, P-A-D-A-W-A-N cast. You can find okay, it and I Facebook. guess if
0: they don't know how to spell it, they shouldn't be listening to a Star Wars cast.
5: The Padawan cast, yes.
0: I know. I heard it the first time. So yes, He's
5: trying to make sure it's
0: clear. fantastic. And where can people find out about your books? Uh,
5: RobertRBest.com, which is currently just a link to my Amazon page. You can read my zombie books that are up there, as well as a standalone novella I wrote that's just supposed to be light and fun about a carn- carnival that comes to life and wants to kill you. That's called the, the the Independent because it's set on Independence Day on the car. Comes to to life, and so it's independent. Blah blah blah. Um, and I guess that's it. Yeah, and hopefully, eventually, I'll get a new site up. A for reels one yo.
3: So that's all for realsies.
5: Yeah.
0: Okay. I really so need Elena. It. You got any yeah. projects going on? I know you just finished your 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 Typhoid Mary show.
5: What right? That's
3: right. The, the,
0: Typhoid the, Mary the musical.
3: With peach <laughs> vaginas. It everyone. was not a musical.
0: Diarrhea. Everyone's <laughs> got diarrhea.
5: Vomiting. You're shaking out your brains. It. Dying. Now it's that's catchy, Patrick. You, you should write that.
3: I <laughs>
0: should. <laughs> everyone, everyone's been dying for a diarrhea musical. Yes.
3: Everybody's got the fever.
0: Also fever,
3: typhoid fever. Oh my God!
5: Yeah. A lot of research this on the magic diarrhea.
3: magic happening. It's
5: a good thing we're recording.
3: <laughs> I know. <laughs> like nobody steal these ideas. None of fucking the
5: steal this. I swear to God.
3: Um. But yeah, I played typhoid Mary, and um, it was a trial, a show with a trial. So the uh, participants got to decide whether I should be locked up for the rest of my life or allowed to go free, and. Every single group let me go free except for the one at the very last show that decided I should be locked up for the rest of
0: yeah, my yeah. And that was the one that I was at. And let me let, let me add that this was this was this show that was kind of geared toward children, not a kids yeah. show, but it was it was you know for them to be more you know educational kids show. So they got to be the jury, and these kids were like, "Well, let's just hang her. Can we hang her? Is that an option? Like yeah. three minutes tops. They didn't deliberate at all." <laughs>
3: Yeah, those were some heartless Manhattan kids. And
0: I'm going, it wasn't me. I had nothing to do with it. I talked to none of the kids. I did not <laughs> <You> give them <laughs> any influence. You
3: started
5: a whisper campaign. Should said, hang her.
3: Hang her. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was wild. But, yeah, I'm working for the Murder Mystery Company. So if
1: mm-hmm. anybody
3: out there wants a murder mystery, go to themurdermysterycompany.com and – um if you're in the tri-state area, tell them that you want Elena on your show, and uh, I'll come make murder and mystery happen. Oh, so for it's, you. It's, it's private events. Yep.
0: Oh. Awesome.
5: Sweet. Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh. Ooh.
3: How?
5: How much extra for you to actually kill some some someone?
3: Um, I'm not going to negotiate that on the air. Oh, okay. But you can talk to me privately.
5: <laughs> okay. But, <laughs> you know, might as well, you know, up the, you know.
0: As long as they the had a great team. costume and 11 o'clock number and the last bow. That's all I have <laughs> And a fifth of gin in my dressing room. Let's go.
3: <laughs> you know me so well.
0: Mm-hmm. Burp a lot is for everybody. Okay, thank you guys for coming back. Thank you thank for being <laughs> here. Thank you for staying up late with me on this Friday night, and hey, have a great Memorial Day weekend. Thanks, you too. Thank you. That was enthusiastic. Yeah, whatever. Hope you die. Good night.
2: That's right. Our relationship is finished.
4: Hi, this is Robin from Jacksonville, Florida. Hi, and Robin. Sometimes I can be such a big procrastinator. Because see, it's a very special occasion. Not only was it just your birthday, happy Yay. birthday, but it is our anniversary. Oh. It is my two-year anniversary listening to the Screen Queens podcast. <gasps> oh. And this is the first time that I've ever called you, so shame on me. No anyways, another reason why I'm calling is because you have your littlest viewer. It was like to say hello to you also. So my eight year old is a big scary movie girl just like her mom. And she hears the Scream Queens PG version after mom listens to it. So I just wanted to say I love you. I love your show and Isabella would like to say hello to you too, and nope. I hope to hear you again soon. Please keep up the good work. I love you, love you. Goodbye. Love you too. Hi, Patrick. This is Isabella, and I am from Jacksonville, Florida. Cool. Hey, what?
0: Scary movie is your
4: favorite? Whoa. Because mine is Army of Darkness. Um. Happy birthday to you. Yay. Happy birthday to you. Yay. Happy birthday, dear Patrick! Happy birthday to you! Of <laughs> course, it's pretty funny. Bye, Patrick. Ah.
0: Robin from Jacksonville, Florida, thank you so much. That was a super cool call. I like that a lot. And don't you worry about the fact that you did not call for two years. It's perfectly fine. Better late than never. Am I right? And when you get super quality, so we're totally good. And plus, I've had, you know, dates that didn't call me for two years. But that's not the point right now. There's not the point at all. And hey, Isabella, what's up? What's going on with you? I love to hear about a kid that likes scary movies and your scary voice was, well, it was super scary. I was sitting here like, oh, that was really freaky, and thank you for the birthday song. And uh, I, I made my day. That's great. And also, well, hey, you, you, Smoochie's here, too, so she's here to say hello. She's rubbing her head against the gutter. I think she's probably trying to knock it onto the ground because I'm not paying attention to her. But I have another pretty lady to pay attention to right now. So thank you from everybody here at Scream Queens headquarters. And <coughs> not... Everyone at Screen Queen's headquarters, is it, Mr. Patrick? Hi, Flem. What's up? Oh, you know, not much. Just chillaxing. Keeping it real. Well, you're not going to try to kill me and take over the show right now, are you? Oh, no. No, 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 no. That was not my plan for this moment at all. I don't know why you would think such a thing. Okay, because normally you don't come around unless it's like Halloween or you're trying to murder me. Okay, it's not all about you all the time. I want to say hi to the little girl. I, 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 I don't I don't really know if that's a good idea. Oh, you don't. Well, I think it's a great idea. Why don't you just step aside, meat bag, and let me talk to the nice, soft, delicious little girl. Flem, Flem, you have a tendency to use really bad language and threaten people with... I... Have never been so insulted in
4: my life. (laughs) Let me (laughs) talk to the little girl. Please,
1: please, please, please. Um. Okay.
0: Okay. Against my better judgment, Isabella. Flem the Gargoyle would like to have a word with you.
1: (laughs) Yes. Hello, Isabella.
0: It's me, Flamdy Girl. Don't be scared. I am a super nice person. I'm kind of like a, a unicorn, except not as fluffy. And I've got claws and things like that. I just wanted to say how cool it is. Do you know that there's a nice little girl out there who with a beautiful singing voice listening to this show? Even though Patrick never lets me on this show anymore, but it's great to know you're out there. Cause little children are my favorite, cause you're so delicious. I mean, I mean, you're so so fun and cute and nice and everything. I I should go down to Jacksonville, Florida, and hang out with you, right? Yes, we could be the best of friends, Isabella. Yes, no. Okay, Patrick's giving me the look, but you know what? I wanted to say something. I'm going to exercise my powers here at the Scream Queens Horror Podcast and offer you a super prize, Isabella. Yes, Isabella, you have won the honor of getting to come to New York City and be my dinner. Doesn't that sound like fun? Yes, it's so much fun, we're going to have so much fun, I'm going to... You, 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 what you need to do, you know, you, you talk to your mom and tell your mom to take you into the kitchen, right? And you go into the kitchen, you open up the refrigerator, and you And, and, and you cover yourself in butter and, and salad dressing and, and ketchup and maybe some barbecue sauce. And then maybe a nice little lid of cheese and some bacon bits. And then have your mom stuff you in an envelope, mail you to me... Flamby Gargoyle, C-O-S-Q-H-Q-N-Y-C-N-Y. And then I will eat you. I will eat you so badly. I will na 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 Do not eat my listeners. But she's just a little teeny tiny listeners. No listeners get eaten on my watch. Now, Judge Judy's about to come on. Why don't you go watch her for a while? Yes, I love Judge Judy. She is a very sexy old gargoyle. Okay. Fine. Goodbye, Robin. Goodbye, Isabella. Sleep with your window shut. I might come flippy-flappy. Okay, okay, I'm going. (laughs) Okay, all things considered, that could have gone a hell of a lot worse. So, Robin and Isabella, thank you for calling in, and don't be a stranger for so long next time. Oh, hey. Now, if you two want a couple of recommendations for some good scary movies that are decent for a younger audience, I got a couple for you. One, if you don't mind subtitles, there's a great, I guess it's Norwegian movie called Ragnarok. I don't know how to spell it, but I think it's also the title of the new upcoming Thor movie. So if that's any help, it's a great Jurassic Uh, Jurassic Park style monster movie with people on a mission to find out Viking history and wake up a really, really scary monster. A great suspenseful thing that focuses more on adventure and there's a couple of great, smart, sassy kids in it that are not obnoxious at all. And also there's a movie, I don't know if it's on Netflix, but it is on Amazon Prime. It's called Believe. And it's about this rich, kid who gets kicked out of his exclusive prep school for playing too many spooky jokes and has to go live with his creepy old grandfather in this creepy old mansion which of course has a ghost that nobody wants to acknowledge and it's a nice modern gothic tale, again with nice smart not obnoxious kids and it feels like a nice hardy boys kind of mystery. So go check them out and let me know how you like them. Okay, okay, goodbye. All right, that wraps up our uh, voicemail for this week, and that's cool because I wanted to read a review from the iTunes store. Like I said, I was going to start doing. Every week I'm going to read, well, every time I do voicemail, I'll be reading out a review from the iTunes store. So this one is from Pele Girl, and it's titled, Nothing Like It. No, that's for sure. Okay, and she says, My husband and I adore this man and his fantastic podcast. I have no idea if that's how you talk, but that's how it's happening now. Either this is immediately your cup of tea or it's not. And if not, we don't need that kind of negativity in our lives. His personal stories are just as much of a priority as his reviews are. And if you're a theater nerd, you'll probably enjoy this on a whole other level. He's our future best friend from NYC, and he should be yours, too. Love, Alexis. Alexis, thank you so much for that fantabulous review. And also, as I promised last week, you are getting a very special prize. No, you are not Scream Queen of the Week. Calm down. Calm your jets. Slow your roll. All that stuff. However, I'm going to be sending you a free copy of my audiobook that I did the narration on, Marilyn, which is a sexy story about a haunted car that is, well, not exactly bloodthirsty. She's thirsty for um, something else. Now, a lot of you remember I worked on that project for a long time. And it was a huge pain in the butt, and I was just happy to get it out. And then it turned out I was supposed to market it myself too, but between uh, relationship breakups and dying cats and personal illness and depression and just life in general, I never got around to it. So expect a push coming up. I have uh, an audio commercial that I'm going to be working on with Miss Elena Acker to help move some of this – very fun product. I was listening to it while I was on the subway last week, and it's, it's very fun. It's sexy. It's scary. It's funny, and it's short. It's only three hours, so it's not a big time commitment. And Alexis, you will love it, and you will review it on the Amazon store and help sell some for me because that's the kind of thing that best friends do, right? If I'm going to be a best friend from NYC, then you'll write a review for me because he did one here. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I got you on uh, Twitter, so I might just send you the code there. I'm babbling now. So, that about wraps this puppy up for another week. Now, if you want to be like Robin and Isabella and make this show even cooler than it was, then you can write me at crew at screamqueens.com. And, of course, that is Queens with a Z. Or you can give a call to the voicemail at 917-720-2047. You can go over to Facebook and like the Scream Queens Horror Podcast fan page. If you're a super fan, you can join the Screamers group where all kinds of private things go on. Private dark things and dark corners where we're dark. And I'm just going to say dark a lot. And of course, follow me on Twitter. At Scream Queens. I'm on Instagram now. I haven't figured out how to use it yet, but you can find me at Note Tiara for You. And that would be Note Tiara number four, letter U. My gosh, social media is so complicated. And of course, if you want to win a copy of the erotic thriller, Marilyn, read by me talking all sexy in your ears for three hours, then you head over to Stitcher or the iTunes store, and you leave me a nice, juicy review, and if I read it, it's yours. I got a whole bunch to give away. So, coming up, guest-wise, I'm going to be joined soon by my friend Ben, because he contacted me begging, screaming, crying, really making quite a scene. He wants to talk about the 1987... I guess it is, 1987 version of Flowers in the Annex, So expect some V.C. Andrews-style sleaze in the future. And, of course, Trey Dean and Doug Shapiro, my murder mystery friends, are going to be coming to talk about Murder by Death the following month. And, of course, in between there, there'll they'll be surprise things because things will come up. I'll find things to talk about, and it will be cool. You know what? It's 90 degrees for the first time today, and it just kind of all settled in here, and I am sweaty in parts I would rather not talk about on the internet. Well, not on this side anyway. Hey, hey, so I think I'm going to say until next time. My beautiful, beautiful screamers continue to make the world a creepier place. And remember, fight or flight, survive a night, live till the final reel, baby.